Richard, you mentioned that from an outbound perspective, there's different kind of parts to the call. So I'd love for you to break that down, especially the opening part, because, you, you know, you've mentioned before, if you don't get past that, it doesn't matter what you have planned for the rest of the call. That's a great point. Well, every conversation has an introduction, a body, and a conclusion. You can't land that intro. There is no body and conclusion. Doctor, I also believe that every conversation and attention span is 30 seconds to two minutes. Okay. And so when we're touching base with somebody, there is a give and a take. Initially, before that positive escalation for the assistant that's answering calls for your company, what I love to do is a company name spike. I'm not anonymous for the entire phone call, but the first thing that comes out of my mouth is the name of your company, how your company is doing, you know, before I even introduce myself. So I'll say better than somebody that answers the phone at your company. And then from there, a lot of the times they'll be asking me questions. And what I have here is a certain technique. It's called the buffer boomerang technique. Hypothetically, Jeremy, if somebody is answering with a negative tone, there's a way to be able to buffer that negative tone, do a name drop, let them know that's an excellent question, repeat the question to show active listening, and then boomerang it back as a plus two. And so initially somebody could ask what my name is. And I would say, Jeremy, that's an excellent question. My name is Richard Blank as an example. And so what happens is you're able to show the active listening, readjust the tone of a call. But then in the middle of a call, there is something that I like to consider micro, phonetic micro expression reading. And what I have here is an actual chart. It's very simple. You're focusing on phonetics, which is your tone rate, pitch, and duration. Your tone should be the consistent variable of empathy and confidence. There's a mirror imaging technique, but I believe that should be done every 30 seconds to two minutes with your rate of speech and your pitch, your speaking level. Now I need to match you in this. And it's because if you do a spike or a dip, that's usually when I ask a tie down or a pin down question, if it makes sense or sounds good. And then also when people are on the phone and they're explaining their services, a lot of times they'll do desert pitching, Jeremy, Well, they'll just talk without any sort of oasis for drinking and resting. And so what I like to do is to give my list pause in between each one like a dessert tray to see if there's a reaction. At the end, say in a brazen way, I'm sure you like at least one so I can break the sort of questions that I have. And then gauge sort of positive or negative reinforcements in these conversations. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. After three weeks, it becomes practice. I believe in a five to one name drop to pronoun where in every sentence you're either saying are or your and then usually use a name drop for the tie down question. And then at the end, you can also rake one last time by saying, listen, since you have me on the phone today, Jeremy, are there any other additional questions that you have? Usually you might mention something else after I repeat the list. I repeat information in military alphabet because instead of concluding the call, there's a very good chance we could be talking about how proud we are of the military and those that have served. And then as I mentioned before, giving you a positive written escalation in regards to those that are working with you. And so these are things that I believe won't compromise ethics, values, and morals. Naturally, I'm skimming over this quickly, but there are certain things as expression reading. And since we're losing three of our senses over the phone, our taste, touch, and smell, the doctors and scientists say that your other senses should be expanded. Besides your active listening, I believe in image streaming, where they say that books are better than movies, and there's no reason why your imagination, your adjectives, and your descriptions could be incredible, it could be illuminating. It could really 
put some insight and in where you're going on some of these phone calls. And so, as I mentioned before, as long as you become animated, engaged, and you are this individual's biggest fan, and you really take in the information and energy that they're giving with you, you'll find your job very fulfilling. It's because most people today see a telemarketing job as transitional, or they look down upon it. But there is a ton of people that make and receive phone calls for every type of business. And some of the greatest people that you could speak with in the world do show this empathy because I'll share an example with you. I have a law firm account here and we have intake coordinators for, it's a disability and wrongful termination. And so what happens is, and you being a doctor as well, you might be meeting people when they're most vulnerable and having the worst day of their life. And so if you are capable of having somebody calm down, find their focus and move forward with you, you could be one of the greatest individuals there when they needed you the most. And so a lot of my agents, instead of, they can earn a living so many different ways, but if they can get this sort of fulfillment by knowing that success is built on a million thank yous and that they get all these positive written escalations to our company about how great they're doing, they know that they are on the right path and that once again, their karma is going to kick in. And that if they do leave this company and I am the last boss that they ever have, they will be prepared to build an incredible organization.